0: gentlemen welcome to uh five minutes of good stuff with carlizzi i'm your favorite host of this particular podcast carlizzi and this is episode 19 we have new episodes every sunday at noon o'clock this is also today mother's day so happy mama's day to all the mothers that listen to this podcast which i'm assuming is at least one or two one or two give or take um today's gonna be this plus episode we're not gonna try to go super long uh but uh there's just too much good stuff that uh you know just couldn't be contained in the five minutes so i say we so i'm joined uh again today by my lovely wife key lizzie welcome hello so glad to have you on here again such short notice too i feel like uh you know in between about six months in between each time yeah Look, at the crowd's just going nonstop <laughs> for you. Wow! <laughs> that you
1: know, one, uh, one fan.
0: The one out of the seventeen listeners. Now, looking back, the streak is still strong. Uh, Whenever episode you're on, I usually get the the most plays. So our last time you're on, back in early April, you we got almost thirty plays, which is pretty wild. And I'll compare that to last episode. Which either people don't like orange juice <laughs> or what? Hello, only ten listens that time. Okay? Wow. We don't do it for the numbers. It's obviously more for fun, memories, fun and memories. memories. <laughs> but just saying, you bring uh something maybe it's your name and I put it in the title. It's like if I were to do a, a clickbait YouTube channel and like just put like PewDiePie or or well now it's just Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. If I do anything like that, maybe I'll get more plays. So.
1: I mean you could test it. You could put my name in there and then not have me on.
0: That's true. See what happens. Like I can say ten things I hate about Kayleezy.
1: Oh, they'll definitely tune in.
0: <laughs> that's like the that's the gossip. That's the good gossip like uh Johnny Depp stuff. Very good. I, mean, I already mentioned Johnny Depp twice <laughs> in a couple of minutes. Maybe because everyone's talking about it on YouTube. So.
1: Really? That's all there is.
0: Yeah. So uh, real quick, uh, again, happy Mother's Day. Uh, We are both alive, so we have our mothers to thank for that, right? Yes. They did a good job uh, keeping us alive, and we're here today, thanks to them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we celebrated with my mom today, Uh, went out to eat, watched a little TV, joked around, had some good convos, and uh, then we're celebrating with your parents tomorrow, which is today this podcast is being released and uh similar vibe. We're going to hang out, mm-hmm. eat some food, joke around. And uh no TV watching though. We're going to be outside for the most of day cuz tomorrow's going to be a nice day. That's true. It's like a high of 60 uh 67ish around there. So that's how we're running our mother's day. I hope that everyone else is doing something fun or getting to call their parents or you know whatever they do on that day. You know, I find it weird that uh you know, Mother's Day and Father's Day are pretty well advertised, but I don't. I know there is a Grandparents' Day, and that's not really advertised at all.
1: When uh, is that?
0: I don't. I don't even know. I know Mother's Day is in May, Father's Day is in June, but there is a Grandparents' Day. Um, but is there a Kids' Day too? Every day. Every day is Kids' Day. I don't know if that's true. I mean, I have. Some friends have kids, and I think some days they don't want it to be Kids' Day. But it
1: is. That's just how it is. You can
0: find someone else to take over your kids for Kids' Day. Yeah, but for that
1: kid, whoever is watching them that day, it's their day.
0: It's their day. They are are the best they can be on that particular day at that time. For Kids' Day, as it were. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Very good. Um, so yeah, thankful for moms. That's always good news. Moms are dope. Mm-hmm. They do a lot. Um, bringing the child into this world and, uh, you know, a lot of things behind the scenes. Moms mm-hmm. are always at work doing stuff like not, well, sometimes they're at work work, but I mean like they're always working to do something to protect the, the household or, mm-hmm. um, with the kids and stuff, letting them sit in front of the TV, watch Cocoa Melon, you know, all the mm-hmm. good stuff moms do. So that's out of the way. I forgot to also mention, um, was it last week or something like that? Like um, It was someone's birthday, wasn't it?
1: Uh, what do you mean?
0: I don't remember. That was a long time ago.
1: Like like a celebrity?
0: It may have been or just someone I knew and I wanted to shout them out. But to, the the Tropicana Orange Shoes was revolutionary. Okay. And that was the focus of the episode. And I thought my, people's minds would be blown that there's, I didn't get to get it. I thought that the mines would be blown. But we did buy Tropicana orange juice. So we did celebrate National Orange Juice Day. Oh, I think I was gonna say may the fourth be with you. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, the yes, the birthday. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cinco de Mayo. May the fourth be with you. Very good. Uh so we we have a few things. Okay. And I was gonna try to push it into five minutes, but this may go to like fifteen thirty. I don't think we should definitely don't think we should do an hour like last time. We'll it's see. A little too long. <laughs> don't think it's worth it. There's a uh, lot of good stuff. We got four good things. That's it.
1: I think I know at least three of them.
0: You know all of them. I know all of them. Yep. So uh the first one we'll talk about is uh what we spent about twenty to thirty minutes talking about on our podcast coming back from uh, <laughs> Florida <laughs> which I think was the last time you're on, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, so we talked about the Bojangles chicken and famous biscuits. And throughout that whole segment, we talked about how it's sad that the closest one is in Virginia. I had a friend that said they were going back to Pennsylvania where they were like 20 minutes away from it and they failed me. I asked them to bring me back some Bo sauce and they did not do that. So very upset, but all is well now. Because either it's like, uh, you know, some people believe in, um, you know, uh, the uh, what's it God. called? No, no. People definitely believe in God. But the other thing is like um, the earth, uh, like mother, not mother nature, but like, what's the other one where people are like, you know, this, the odds are in my favor.
1: Uh, God.
0: God. Okay. So yeah, God definitely uh, was on our side. Okay. For this one time. And uh, we were saying, hey. We desperately need in our lives the Bojangles in Ohio. We don't want to go seven, nine hours away to get Bojangles. We and were
1: willing. We were willing we to plan willing. a vacation Well,
0: Yeah, okay, that's better. Don't yeah. <laughs> that make it sound like we're willing to drive just for Bojangles. <laughs> uh, so there's like 370-something Bojangles in North Carolina because that's where it's headquartered. And uh, lo and behold, someone tagged me on Facebook. I think it was Brandy. Yeah. Tagged me on Facebook earlier this week. And I about cried. I've never seen gooder news. I wish I had like a, a soundboard for gooder news. This is the, the goodest of the news. Um, Ohio is the next launching ground for Bojangles. Let's give it up. Wow. Wow, 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 Audience wow, wow. Audience
1: is going crazy. Audience
0: is going wild. So Ohio is planning on bringing like 25 Bojangles to Ohio. What did I say? Yes, Ohio is in plans with Bojangles to bring about 25 Bojangles to Ohio, which Where means in there Ohio? could be one near us. Maybe I will drive 25 minutes for Bojangles.
1: I mean, you were saying northeast Ohio, that is that's pretty
0: close. Well, I have to break it down for you. So 15 alone are going in Columbus. Don't know why Columbus gets super mega deal, but 15 alone are going to Columbus. 10 are planned to be brought into Northeast Ohio, which is where we live.
1: I feel like there's bound to be one at least an hour away. Yeah. How far away is Columbus? An uh, hour and a half?
0: Two hours. Two hours? Two hours, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm totally willing. I've driven two hours for Raising Cane's. I've driven 40 minutes for Raising Cane's. I will drive 40 minutes for Bojangles, Chicken, and Famous Biscuits. Um... So, yeah, the fast food chain said it signed a development agreement with uh, whatever family, whoever they are. I guess they're a spokesperson for Bojangles. They don't know details on the exact locations or opening dates. Um, So, they're not sure. There is one in our city. uh, That's not one in our city. There is a building that used to be a Burger King in our city that is being remodeled. And I don't know into what. There's no way. So, only if we pray to those gods, the Bojangle gods. Mm Mm-hmm. That that be a Bojangles chicken and waffles, chicken and waffles, chicken and famous biscuits. (laughs) That would be amazing. I Um, feel like
1: it's too soon for them to be working on it. Like, if they don't even have confirmed locations or dates. They
0: could have had like a, a, what's it called, PDA? Like a a private, uh, you know, agreement that no one say anything. Public display of affection? Yes. Uh, Now, we are getting a Popeye's uh 15 minutes away which which no that's a step Wait, in the right 50? direction 15 oh away, yes 15 which is a step in the right direction because our county that we live in there's not many fried chicken restaurants and uh we're slacking on our mac in there <laughs> so the, the fact we only have one kfc in the whole dang county and the fact that we're gonna Popeyes in the county is mind-blowing um And the potential of a Bojangles in our county also suit me up. Suit me up. I'm joining the force because that's amazing. So we're very excited for that news. I mean, it can't get any better than that. We were just talking about that on the podcast. And we weren't even thinking uh, anywhere in the near future that there could be a Bojangles uh, near us. So dope. Glad to be a part of Ohio. Proud to be an American where at least I know I'm free. What'd you say? Goodest news. Goodest news couldn't get any gooder. Uh what else? This one uh always tickles me because uh I think we should have a segment. Why isn't this happening to us? I think I like <laughs> that that type of That doesn't segment.
1: sound like <laughs> good things. <laughs> no, because it's, so it's, it's
0: good news because
1: But it's not happening to us, so there's a twist on it.
0: No, no no. See here's the thing. You know, you want good things to happen to yourself. So it's like, man, like that's good. If only that happened to me too. It would be
1: the goodness. I if could
0: join you in the goodness. So, I set you up for that exact uh, I want your your mind ready for this. I'm setting you up for a good show here. Love and Lottery. A couple who played scratchers on their first date. Win $66.9 million in a drawing. Now, this title is very misleading. In fact, I think it's definitely clickbait because it wasn't their first date that they won the scratcher. I thought it was their first date they went to a place and played the lottery and won $66 million. That's
1: what it sounded like.
0: Exactly. So the article, after it's done clickbaiting you, says that on their first date... They played lottery scratch tickets back in 1990. And the couple who chosen to remain anonymous, which I, oh my God, someone has common sense. Remember I talked about the past couple articles we were Mm -hmm. were reading and they gave their first and last name. It's like, dude, just remain anonymous so you can remain anonymous. So 32 years after their first date to the exact day, they played another scratcher. And they won $66.9 million. So it's 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 a clickbait article, but it's still cool that uh, even the timeline to where 60, uh, 32 years later, 66 years later, 32 years later, they won a big jackpot. Now, I don't know how old they are. doesn't say. But I don't feel like playing Scratchers for 32 more years.
1: That's the only way to do it.
0: We We play a little bit Christmas time. We'll grab like 50. And just kind of mess around. But I don't want to keep track of that. If it's Christmas time, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's go do it. If I forget to do it, world's well, it's not over. But these guys are pretty uh, dedicated to that. It 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 definitely is, if they're in their 60s, it's like, okay, cool. You know, we still can do some things. But if they're like, you know, 80 years old, it's like, oh, they could just definitely donate it. But it's also,
1: like, if they've been doing it all this time, how much have they spent, you know, It's not, like, the stories where, like, they randomly, the lady that accidentally, uh, unintentionally pressed the wrong button and won, or, you know, someone finds a chair. It's like, you've been playing the lottery for, like, how long over these years? You're bound to win something. I Mm -hmm. guess I don't know how
0: much, but... It's funny you mention that, though, too, because this article mentions the lady who uh, accidentally got the... Really? Yeah, they say that um, the... This is Minnesota's first Mega Millions jackpot, so go Minnesota, cool, since 2010. Win. But they said lottery winners have been finding some special luck recently. One Iowa man created a mistake in how his ticket was printed for helping him win $1 million. And then in California, a lady said a rude woman bumped into her while she was selecting a scratch, scratch off. Uh, she won it, but um, it was the wrong one, like I said last time. And she ended up winning ten million dollars, so uh, we just need to like go to a very busy place where they sell lottery tickets and um you know kind of jump on the train there.
1: I'm sure that's all it is
0: it's true, it's very true um so oh, there I'm there's <laughs> it's the end of our segment why is it this <laughs> happening to us? On five minutes of good stuff with Carly. This really
1: should have been a segment a long time ago. <laughs> Coming to you
0: soon. Uh, five minutes. Uh, what could happen to us?
1: The kid that found the Cheeto. Yep. Shaped funny. That was
0: awesome. The lady who found the uh, like super antique thing in the garage sale. A couple of those. Which we're getting ready for some more garage China, sales. We
1: really didn't. Uh, side note. We said that was going to be our summer hobby. and uh,
0: You know, uh, life... You know, as Jurassic park would say, life finds a way.
1: I hope it finds a way this summer. <laughs> it may. There's a china bowl yeah. out there waiting for us. It may. Or a Pokemon card.
0: All right, last two good news. Let's get let's get them going. In a Pokemon card, <laughs> uh, we saw John Mayer.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we went to Pittsburgh special trip. He was supposed to come uh, in February, but I was DJing a friend's wedding, and I, obviously I must love this friend a lot to abandon and John Mayer uh but fate had it that we still see our best friend and you know amazing virtual reality buddy because that's the only way we really see him is through virtual reality one day we'll see him face to face close close enough but uh so his whole band got COVID not whole band but like half the band sorry got COVID which side note David Ryan Harris um just said he got COVID, like, yesterday or today. So he wouldn't have been there. He may have had COVID at that show we were at. Um, wowie, wowie. That was a guy that uh, did the intro to that one song. He has acoustic guitar for most of the time. He has three first names. No, Harris is yeah, Harris is first name. David Ryan Harris.
1: He did the one song by himself?
0: Yeah, in the very beginning, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. black the guy? beginning. Yeah, he just did the intro, and then John Murray took over from there.
1: Oh, you
0: okay. don't remember? Okay. No, I remember. Uh, oh. I just
1: thought it was later on in the night. Yeah. Carry probably.
0: on. Um. Yeah, so he got COVID and a good amount of his band got COVID. So he rescheduled till, to May 5th, it in mile. So we were able to go and see him live in Pittsburgh at the PPG Paints Arena. Never been there before, but it was a nice venue. Uh, we paid $7 each for water. That was yep. fun.
1: It was a it was a good amount of water though.
0: It it was a good amount of water. was so
1: a lot of money, but
0: but it was not worth $14 okay, of water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but John played for uh he played for 2 hours. Yeah. Straight. He never mm-hmm. left. Um He had an opening band that played for about 35 40 Five minutes alexander 23 which were kind of catchy some things are catchy mm-hmm. never heard of alexander 23 but uh now we have i listened to him a little bit on the way home and i was like you know not bad a couple of times uh he's played with laney one year never heard of them they were pretty decent and he played with philip phillips which he is actually popular on his own yeah um and i know a couple of his songs but yeah john usually has pretty good uh intro band so uh it was a phenomenal concert i mm-hmm. highly recommend if, if you never listen to john Mayer, uh get with me at me and i will give you some songs to listen to and your life will be changed mm-hmm. he has like a weird misconception that he plays like uh uh teenage pop girl songs but that was like 2002 so we're we're he 20 has years a past lot that
1: of, um what's the word i want bluesy, yeah, like he does a lot of different things he's got like some country not country but he did he did an almost country of, album yeah, I almost know. like mm-hmm. a almost folk folky kind of yeah he's he's he, dabbled he a lot of different things
0: he's dabbled he did a whole blues thing for a while mm-hmm. um he did like uh r and b almost mm-hmm. uh his latest thing is like eighties rockish sounding yeah. things, which i think is great mm-hmm. um. But yeah, even I DJ sometimes can sneak, sneak in some of his songs from the, the new Love album. Um, but yeah, it was a good show. Uh, he
1: finally played Neon.
0: He played Neon, which he's been wanting forever. It's a very good song. He played another acoustic song that was pretty good. That I was like, whoa, I never heard that acoustic before. So yeah, all, all, all in all, John Mayer is a great guy. And I hope I can shake his hand one day and maybe even give him a hug. I would give him a hug if he let me, you know. But I doubt he would because, you you know, you, you kind of put this persona on someone who you've never seen before, but you uh, stalk via social media. And then when you finally probably see him, it's like, oh, that guy's a douche. Not true. <laughs> Not, uh, you he never know. He used
1: to be, and then he's changed.
0: Yeah. Well, no, but, uh, you know, it's it's the thing, like, I know all about this guy, and I'm approaching him. Like, I know all about him.
1: Oh, he's saying you're the douche.
0: No, he's secretly a douche because I expect him to react like like I want him to because I know him via social media. So I want him to be react how he normally does. And he's, like, super funny and, and like, super cool. But it's, like, I'm a random stranger coming up to him.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So
0: he's not going to treat me like a friend. Like, I would treat him because he doesn't know me. Stranger danger. There's very few celebrities are, like, that open to, like, randos being cool with them.
1: One way to find out. One,
0: pay, like, a $1,000 for a VIP pass to one of his shows. You he do- has
1: to be nice to you if you're doing that, though. Yeah. It's one thing if you're, like, coming up on him when he's out at dinner and he doesn't want to yeah. be bothered. If you're paying money to go backstage to meet him.
0: But that's quick. Meeting and greets are not, like, But uh, he's got...
1: He can't be a douche.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He'll be like, hey, picture GTFO, thanks. But yeah. yeah, John Mayer is awesome. So glad to see him. We've only really been to a few concerts. Like, we'll go see some local jazz artists, but mostly uh, big concerts, John Mayer. Yeah. Way to go. So, Pittsburgh was cool. Very worth it. Easy to maneuver in and out. Wish it was in Ohio, but that's okay. And let's see. The last thing was, uh, was that Doctor Strange?
1: I think so. Is that four? Have we already talked about four things?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that's it, Doctor Strange. Uh, I think I talked about that in the movies I was excited to see this summer. I definitely s- said that. What is it, spring? It wasn't bad. Uh, um Okay. Some friends said that it was their favorite Marvel movie ever, which we talked about, and I he he made a good point. I can't tell him he's wrong on his favorite, but I would strongly advise him to reconsider that. I have strongly. to say okay
1: i'm wondering if i agree
0: oh dear
1: before i heard you say this
0: oh dear when
1: we saw it oh dear i thought to myself this might be my favorite marvel movie but then i was like i said that about what spider-man was that too and then you were you reminded me you, this is like the first movie since covid it's not the best movie. wait spider-man
0: 2 or, or spider-man far from home
1: uh i don't remember
0: because there are only... Far from home. Yeah, there's only... No
1: Way Home was the most recent one.
0: There's only three Spider-Mans with the number right after Spider-Man.
1: It was the one after Endgame.
0: Well, I guess if you count the amazing Spider-Man 2, but that's the amazing Spider-Man 2. That's not Spider-Man 2, so...
1: Far from home. Yeah,
0: f- uh, there was a... Uh, Remember,
1: I was like, oh my gosh, this is this was amazing, and you were like, it was good, but think yeah. about it, it. You're just COVID movie brain...
0: COVID or brand. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
1: this one, I I didn't want to say it out loud. I didn't want to oh, jump boy. the gun. Oh but boy, I'm really thinking about it, and I can't stop thinking about
0: it. No, I think about it. Spider Man's kind of capitalizing on that COVID money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> back to good news.
0: Yeah, yeah. The Doctor Strange uh, is pushing. It's continuing the the storyline. I think for both those characters, mm-hmm. Uh really good uh, character development. I would say it was done well. Sam Raimi directed it, which if you don't know who Sam Raimi is, um, do you even like movies? <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, he's a very good director. He, he's directed a lot of good uh, horror movies, mm-hmm. produced some good horror movies, and he's written a couple good horror movies, too. Um, and you can really tell that he cared about this movie, and Marvel let him do some things 'Cause it's rated P G thirteen, but there were some parts that was like, Okay, this is almost close to being what even makes a movie PG thirteen? Is it just the swear words or I don't like...
1: know because there were some really dark, like um it had a horror esque feel to it. Yeah. And I kept thinking some kids are gonna be really scared of this movie. Rest like in peace, little kids. kids.
0: I hope so. I hope so. That would be But good I'm news cool for with them. it. Yeah.
1: It was like very unique in that way it was it was very dark um you jumped at one point i did
0: jump yeah because i uh that was a it was a uh, what happened something happened train or something came out of nowhere and i was like whoa that was very loud and scary
1: you still jumped nonetheless
0: hey man sam raimi can't beat him now i mean i I could be a little bit more critical to this movie one reason i'm not doing that is because this is our movie in the movie draft that we do with some friends i'm not gonna try i'm not gonna try to jinx it but I will say there was some strange things, and oh, get it, strange things. We'll say there was some weird things. I will say that there's some cringe things. Yeah. And uh, I will say that. Um, I will say that. I wish that you would step back from that ledge, my friend. Okay. I think I think there should be more movies like that. I think that uh, I think that Marvel is is too much into the Marvel. Way of making movies. Mm-hmm. I think this was not the Marvel way of making movies. I mean, there was that kind of weird CGI fight for a second.
1: They gotta have it,
0: um, but they gotta have it. But the more they switch away from doing regular Marvel movie things, I think the better for us as the viewer and the mm-hmm. the payer of. Uh, I mean, it's already made like 180 million dollars, so it, we're paying. We're, we're definitely supporting it as as watchers. But I mean, like um you know, I, it's good that. There are no more Avengers, so there's going to be no more Avengers movies right now, which I hope it stays that way because then it's like, we're not all pressing towards like this, everyone needs to team up, everyone needs to battle this one guy, but there could be a little bit more diversity and a little bit more weirder superheroes that come out or weirder Mm -hmm. things that come out. I think it was cool. I like Doctor Strange mixing up with the dimensions and um, doing like that. So that's kind of a spoiler-free review. I kind of miss doing our movie reviews, but...
1: I would consider bringing it back for this movie. Just for
0: Doctor Strange.
1: I mean, I've always... It'd be fun to start it again. Yeah. This movie was just... I really can't stop thinking about it. And I would keep saying I want to see it again. Yeah. So good. I
0: I think what was cool, too, we were talking about uh, magic shows. Yeah. Like, uh, Like magic fantasy shows. Mm-hmm. and um i'm how I really, hard it
1: is to find something actually good yeah
0: that's good magic and this i think this show represented dark magic very well yeah and the effects of dark magic i think it, it demonstrate the effects of it very well and uh i think that um yeah i mean even though that they weren't like casting spells or like saying different incantations like harry potter Like, they were doing different movements to do their spells and stuff, which was cool.
1: Using different um, runes or symbols, Mm -hmm. like...
0: Hand movements. It
1: was just really... It was a really fun... The magic was fun to watch.
0: Yeah. Proof that you don't have to be Harry Potter to be a good magic movie. I
1: feel like... And maybe we're just, you know, delving into this and we don't know a whole lot yet. But I feel like it's hard to find good magic... Shows or movies, no one referred
0: anything to us.
1: Send in I your posted, referrals, post it. We, hey,
0: we need them, we need some magic, need some magic help. stuff.
1: But that really did take the edge off, yeah. I yeah. didn't even realize that I really wanted magic that bad. And then we watched the movie,
0: and you can never have too much magic.
1: It was go- well, bad,
0: lock and like key, and key. Yeah, the best can- magic show ever made.
1: This is an episode of good, or a show of good things.
0: Wait, is so. it a show or an episode? Both. Good oh, things okay. only. Don't bring up Lock Brian and got key. mad at me uh, when I tweeted about how bad Lock and Key was. He's like, WTF, that's not how you talk. I said, have you seen Lock and Key?
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. He got upset, but he hasn't, he doesn't even know what it is.
0: <laughs> oh, because I just tweeted out of the, <laughs> I just tweeted out of the blue, like, Lock it key. Is oh, he a terrible was like, show. "This
1: is rare for you to
0: tweet like." That. I said a little more choice words that I won't say on this podcast. Ooh. Like, not like extreme, but I was just like frustrated sure. at how bad of a show it is. But, but people are like still saying it's a good show. So he's like, "WTF? Why are you talking like this?"
1: <laughs> Did he watch one episode? No,
0: but it was he funny. Will understand? Yeah, I was like, if you've seen the show, you would know. All right, so that's enough about movies. Um... I think we should end it on our buddy, our best pal, Mr. Pidgey. Have you met Mr. Pidgey before?
1: You're asking me? Yeah. I'd say no, since I don't know what you're talking about. All
0: right. So, Mr. Pidgey, we had a couple episodes when we first bought this house called uh, Critter Critter Updates. And we're bringing back Critter Updates for our best friend, Mr. Pidgey.
1: He's not a pigeon, though. Uh,
0: We don't know. We haven't seen him fully. So, there has been, we're going to call him Mr. Pidgey. He's been trying to make a home in our home for the past three weeks. So Mr. Pidgey, what he does, and you can check out on our Twitter at Carly Z Games, posted some pictures. I'm going to keep probably updating these pictures besides the one today because he left a lot of mud. Uh, Mr. Pidgey Very is, a, is a bird if you haven't figured that out by now. And this bird is trying to make a nest. In our overhang can, what was that called? yeah overhang we have overhangs over both doors to keep the rain from getting us soaked so we can get inside and there's this little light post I don't know if light post is the right word
1: light bulb
0: light bulb underneath <laughs> our <laughs> uh, say it like that. <laughs> yeah underneath our overhang, okay, right above the door and you'll see it in the pictures, but it's impossible. For Mr. Pidgey to build a house there.
1: There's no foundation.
0: No foundation. Everything he puts on there simply falls to the ground in the masses.
1: Well, it, like, hangs off.
0: Some do. Yeah, some do hang But not
1: off. in, like, you can't make a nest.
0: Yeah. So, um, for, for three weeks now, Mr. Pidgey, instead of going to anywhere else in the entire world, <laughs> he, he keeps coming back to the same exact spot, <laughs> And dumping the the world's dirtiest straw and hay all and so all over our front, of it. front mat. So, critter update: we saw some frogs, but uh, we we tore down their home. Aka, uh, okay, there's a bunch of vines that I'm getting rid of. There's a couple frogs, some gophers, saw possum. The deers are still around. There's a lot of ants. Hopefully, no wasps. We
1: saw a skunk. Did you say we that? saw
0: we saw a couple of skunks. Hopefully no wasps. We're hoping for a better year with wasps this year. Uh, And to add to the addition of critters to this area, into our house, is Mr. Pidgey. So put him on the list. We hope that he continues to come by. I will continue to update via Twitter. What is he searching for? you
1: want him to keep coming We have to
0: keep the Pidgey Chronicles going.
1: That's not what you said this morning.
0: Well, I can't. This is a podcast about good things. Okay, whether they be true or not. Mr. Pidgey will reign supreme (laughs) in the lazy household. So I hope that he keeps coming. What is he looking for? I don't know. Because you were saying that it's a male bird. Male birds make the nest, right? I think
1: so. I'm no expert. Okay. But I think the males
0: make. Jamie is a bird expert. No, Sean is. No, Jamie. Jamie, if, if you're listening, tell us if male birds make nests or female birds. Remember, she's a bird expert she hates them absolutely loves birds and sean good stuff. is
1: a literal bird expert
0: <clears throat> no we're talking to jamie so okay. also she knows all so that's good
1: <laughs> she doesn't so, know all
0: <laughs> so um we'll keep you updated on twitter about that i think that's funny because there's just something about our house that is attracting all always weird and unique things and we're that's one thing we're a portal
1: for other worldly creatures agreed and agreed. why does this bird keep coming back when three weeks of this, he still can't, he has a no, he can't, he can't build a nest. No. And we're throwing all his sticks away.
0: In the entire, Like I said, the entire world he has.
1: But he keeps trying. He's but very persistent. something
0: about the lazy household that we, we're so welcoming to him that uh, he has to keep the train going. So I think that's where we're going to draw the line. We're not going to hit an hour, half an hour. So we're close. Um, I think we hit some good things today. I think that there's a lot to be thankful for. Like I mentioned before with moms, mm-hmm. with Bojangles, of mm-hmm. course, with John Mayer, mm-hmm. of course. Um, and, uh, what was the other thing? Movies? Doctor Strange. Just movies in general, but Doctor Strange is a good movie. And Pidgey. But being thankful that, uh, you know, we could go to the movies again. COVID's not shutting down things.
1: We can go to a uh, concert. We
0: can go to a concert without wearing a mask. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. There's
0: a lot to be thankful for. That's why they overall end up in good stuff. And I'm thankful that one day we will win a scratch-off ticket for 60 million dollars. And
1: we'll use that to buy backstage passes to meet John Mayer.
0: No, we will use that to hire
1: a private investigator. A
0: hitman. <laughs> to kill Mr. Pidgey.
1: Oh, okay. So I thought we were lying. And that's the
0: show. (laughs) Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And we will see you in the next episode. Thank you, Keeleys, for coming on. And uh, yeah, I appreciate you. See you guys. Bye.
1: Bye.